listening to On the Right Road. Get ready to experience extraordinary real-life inspiration and discover valuable tools to help kids find and travel the right road in school and in life. And now, here's your award-winning host, author, singer-songwriter, producer, humanitarian, and founder of Right Road Kids. It's Paula Phillips. Right Road. Hello, everyone, and welcome to On the Right Road. I'm your host, Paula Phillips, and as always, I've got something good and positive and wonderful to say and share with you all this evening. (laughs) And once again, that positive and wonderful and good are definitely needed. Uh, I I just, I can't believe it's August already. This is such a different and surreal school year upon us with some of our country's schools planning to be open for classes on campus, some in complete online learning mode, most trying to juggle a combination of the two if and when the situation on campuses is deemed safe to open. And I just think everyone in education will attest that it feels like we're all in the middle of the twilight zone uh, with everything about life and school being so different than what we ever could have imagined in our wildest imaginations, right? So when I saw my guest's focus, his driving force, which is next level teaching, it just really hit me that it was such a great focus to have for this evening's show, looking at how do we approach next level teaching, meaning extraordinary teaching always, and with what we're all in the middle of right now, especially in the midst of this pandemic. So while I'm feeling so many things when thinking about back to school this year, as I know all of you are, I'm really excited to share this hour with you this evening as a way to focus on the positive and making the extraordinary happen for students to teach at the next level of greatness, no matter what. And I shared in this weekend's Right Road email that this show tonight was really going to culminate a special weekend of sharing teacher love. And I truly hope that you feel the love and support in spades throughout every minute of the program this evening. And toward that end, I have tons of absolutely wonderful giveaways as part of the show tonight to help you make the school year to come positive and extraordinary and filled with love, including a giveaway where if you listen all the way to the end of tonight's show and hear the special code sentence and instructions, you'll be entered for a wonderful extra bonus gift. I've also got a bonus giveaway, and then that will be an extra bonus giveaway literally in the last minute of the show. So (laughs) tonight is going to be jam-packed, you guys. And note that I'll announce all the recipients from all of tonight's live and pre-show giveaways on our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday afternoon. So make sure to check for that big, big, big recipient announcement post. And you guys, because schools are all starting off on, on different dates, and there's really no way for us to know which teachers will actually be at their schools and which will be teaching you know, from home during any given week right now, we're going to stay in home gift mailing mode for at least the near future. So we'll be mailing all the gifts from tonight's show out to the recipients at their home addresses the week of August 17th. So they should arrive around month's end. You don't need to send us your home address now. Just make sure to check the recipient announcement post on Tuesday on our Right Road Kids Facebook page so you know how to respond if you're a recipient, okay? So here's tonight's first fantastic teacher love giveaway for you. Of course, it's open to all educators in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. And um, first, I want to make sure to mention tonight's code word. Actually, it's two words. The words are next 
level. Perfect, right? So if you're not familiar, if you're new to On the Right Road, here's what you're going to do. Make sure to have our Right Road Kids Facebook page up and ready. Each time I mention, announce one of the new giveaways for tonight, it's going to pop up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page. This one isn't up yet because I haven't shared all about it. And then the easy entry details are going to be right there in the giveaway post on our Right Road Kids Facebook page. But also, you need to type in the code words next level as part of each entry comment because that officially enters you. It lets us know that you're really listening tonight. So for this first giveaway this evening, I have 12 of the most precious teacher gifts. I put them together myself, and I'm calling them Sprinkle of Love Teacher Kits. You'll see why in the giveaway picture. The supplies in the special carrying case just make me feel sprinkles of love. (laughs) And I hope you'll feel those wonderful sprinkles too, you guys. So there will be a total of 12 teacher recipients for this giveaway, and each will receive one of the special Sprinkle of Love Teacher Kits with all the supplies pictured in the giveaway post. So to enter, you can go to our Right Road Kids right now as you're listening, just follow those simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post and remember to type tonight's code words next level as part of your entry comment to be officially entered, okay? This giveaway will be open until just after the end of the show, till 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 Eastern tonight, and we'll announce the 12 recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday afternoon. Special thanks to Nair and to Lori Stinas and her Keller Williams real estate team, and to Mo Anderson on behalf of Keller Williams and her beautiful A Joy-Filled Life book for helping to make this awesome giveaway possible. And as I think you know, this is just the first of the many super fantastic giveaways I'll have throughout the whole show for you tonight. So keep our Right Road Kids Facebook page ready to go, okay? And just a quick note that if you're not listening live tonight, we're live Sunday, August 2nd, 2020. Tonight's giveaways will, of course, be closed after that. Uh, And now, you guys, I'm so excited. I get to introduce you all to my awesome guest this evening. His name is Jeremy Anderson. No relation to Mo Anderson, coincidentally. I thought about that just as I said Mo's name as one of our sponsors. But Jeremy, for so many reasons, I feel like he's the perfect guest at the perfect time for tonight's show. First of all, I know that it's really one of his callings in his whole life, to uplift teachers and help them find their next level teaching inside themselves. And he personally knows how important this is. He came from a place of great challenges in his life with the absence of his father, uh, having ADHD and all the learning challenges that can come with that, repeated failure in school, and yet his life led him to what he calls a group of, quote, next level teachers who refused to give up on him, and really the rest is history. He went on to receive his bachelor's degree in social work, followed by his master's degree, and Jeremy is now a global motivational speaker and trainer and author of seven books in the educational arena. He's the CEO of the educational consulting firm, the Jeremy Anderson Group, and he, along with his wonderful wife, Tracy, founded the nonprofit Next Level Living. He also has two beautiful children, and I'm so happy to welcome Jeremy Anderson to On the Right Road. Welcome, Jeremy. Hey, good evening, Paula. How are you? Thanks for having me. Oh, I am great, and you're welcome. I'm so thrilled that you could make time in your busy schedule to be here. Um, And I'm just, if it's okay, I'm just going to dive right in, because I, I, as we were talking about before the show, I have a mountain of questions for you. (laughs) Um, Let's do it. I'm ready. (laughs) 
Oh, awesome. Well, and I to start on a, a a very real and raw note, I know that you've been through some beyond challenging things in your life. And yet, you know, when I look at your website and see all that you're doing to uplift teachers and education and the beautiful pictures of you and your family, I feel the light. You know, what have you gone through? What's brought you to this place in your life of such positivity and good? Yeah, well, a few things. So for one, you know, I I am a man of faith, right? And so I I definitely have to say that. And the energy that you have, like the joy, the excitement in your voice, like that's why people (laughs) come to hear your show. That's what I got from my teachers. Like, I remember looking at these teachers at my during my third school for the ninth grade thinking like, you're crazy. Like you're so positive <laughs> and you're so happy. And you know what? It's contagious. And so yes. I've been intentional in, the, in this season of my life just to surround people with that type of light, love, and energy. And I, I choose to see the best in people. I choose to see the absolute best in them regardless of their circumstances because I know from which I've come from. So that's my short answer. It's easy for me to be positive and optimistic because I know how far I've come and I'm always humbled and eager to serve other educators because they have such an instrumental role in who I am today. Oh, I've got goosebumps. I I literally, I'm like choked (laughs) up here. Well, and so I know that uplifting educators, like you said, is such a huge part. It's like your calling. Why is that specifically? Is that because those educators had such a key role in your life, that that one particular group that made all the difference for you? Yeah, for sure. And, you know, honestly, I was, I was, I was, I, when I got the high school diploma and the bachelor's degree and the master's and, and wrote my first book, I got invitations to speak and I was speaking at corporate events and I was speaking for different organizations and schools and churches. I was kind of all over the place. And my mentor said, Hey, Jeremy, if you really want to leave the big imprint, if you really want to touch the world, if you really want to be, you know, go to that next level, you know, you want to be a specialist in one particular field. And, you know, with my heart for social work and my love for education. And, and I remember being that kid, you know, that needed help. Education was the path. And so I just, you know, fully gave myself to it. And I feel called just like I feel feel educators are called. I I don't think this is a career, you know, or occupation. This is like a calling. And I feel like I've been called to support them as well. Oh my gosh. This is going to be a whole night of goosebumps. I love this. (laughs) Well, now your, your go-to phrase is really, I love it. It's next level. So just as a, as a core, as a a place to start this evening, what does Mm -hmm. next level teaching mean to you? How would you define it? So, so next level teaching for me is if for one, it's not saying that I'm, I have arrived because some people view next level Paula as saying I'm on the next level and I'm perfect for me. Next level is the constant pursuit it's the constant pursuit, right? It's like, okay, you got one level, but what about the next level? What about the next level? What about the next level? And I've learned that those who are truly successful in life, they don't settle. Always grateful, but they don't settle. And so I feel like a next level teacher is the one that says, you know what, I'm going to take ownership. I'm going to take responsibility. I'm going to show up at school every single day and do the best I can. Those, those who go and get professional development, those who order books on, online to try to be the absolute best that they can be to serve these students. And so if I gave next level teaching one word, Paula, I would say service. 
because I believe when educators today take themselves from saying, okay, I'm the teacher or the instructor or the authoritative figure and view themselves as a servant to those kids, I'm here to serve these precious children I've been trusted with, that oftentimes can be the game changer, that small shift in perspective. So for me, next level teaching is all about how can I best serve my students to help take them to the next level. I love that. And I love how you said it's constant growth of, of you yes. personally as an educator, not just kind of sitting on your laurels. Okay, that went well. Okay, I'm, I'm good at that. It's like constantly reaching to be even, even more, you know, reach even deeper. I love that. So now I yeah. read in your next yeah. level teaching book that, and I, I shared it in your introduction as well, that, you know, after a diagnosis of ADHD and getting kicked out of school repeatedly and, and failing, you came across a group of teachers who chose to focus on your potential <laughs> rather than on the pain of your past. And and I really feel like that must have been a key turning point in your life and probably, you know, like you said, one of the big reasons why you're so passionate about uplifting yeah. teachers. What was it? about those teachers, again, that you call the next level teachers in your life that was so key in terms of motivating and uplifting you? You, you know, it was, a, it was a community and a culture of love and, and excellence. You know, Paula, some, there are some people that say, I had that one teacher that changed my life, and, and I love it. That sounds so awesome. But for me, <laughs> I was in such rough shape, Paula. I needed, I needed <laughs> like four or five. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and it was a community. I got it in math. I got it in English. I got it in history. I got it in PE. Like, it's like every angle, they spoke life to me. They encouraged me. They challenged me. They held me accountable. So it wasn't all rose petals and lavender, like that we had to have some hard conversations. But the weird thing, you know what the weird thing is, is every day was a new day. Like I remember getting in trouble with one teacher or being disrespectful or, or being a class clown or getting kicked out or getting into a fight. Like something happened on a Tuesday and Wednesday, it's like they hit the reset button. And it's like they weren't holding on to what happened yesterday. And because they let it go, I was able to let it go. So it was just something special. And they went on a journey of chasing my heart. If, oh, if you can give me that. some time to kind of break that down to you, right? So, yes, so yes. when I say chasing my heart, so me, me and my wife, you know, my beautiful, amazing wife, right? Definitely the better half. Uh, I definitely <laughs> married up, you know, <laughs> but we are, we are so opposite, right, Paul, in so many different ways. And, and we had some challenges in our marriage, you know, after like the third, fourth year. So we got marriage counseling and I learned through marriage counseling. I humbled myself. I got the counseling because I want to be on the next level in my marriage. And I realized something. I've got to go on a journey of chasing my wife's heart. So now I'm not doing laundry or washing dishes, hoping to get something in return. I'm just doing it to proclaim my love for her. So oh. whether I get anything in return or even she says, thank you, I'm just washing the dishes. I'm just taking out the trash. I'm polishing the floor. I'm doing the laundry, and I'm being sneaky with it. If she sends me to the grocery store, I'm going to also fill up her car with gas and get the car detailed. You know why? Because I'm trying to chase her heart. And I began to move from, well, what about what I want or what I need to just saying, how can I serve you? And that's the same model I got from my teachers. My teachers are like, Jeremy, regardless of how you act, regardless of your behavior, regardless of your attitude, okay, you built up a wall, you don't want to connect with me, I'm still here. And oh. I'm still going to serve you because well, you're worth it. And that changed my life. Yeah, I, let me I stop love there. that. I love the yeah. whole, like, like 
chasing somebody's heart. What a great way, especially, oh my goodness, this is awesome. Well, and I also read in your book where you shared, you know, you've reflected on your own life as a student and that you've discovered there's, there's much teachers need to know. And that's a pretty big statement. And you know what I love is the perspective of it that you share coming from you as a former student, a challenging student. So in a nutshell, in like 60 <laughs> seconds, Jeremy, what is the main thing you feel teachers need to know? So that every single student, regardless of their background, regardless of how they look, regardless of where they come from, regardless of their challenges, every single student has the inner potential to blow their minds. And Paula, I cannot be more passionate about this because you've seen my website, you've seen the fruits of my labor and what I've been able to accomplish and produce and I'm still in my 30s and I'm doing amazing things, I would have to say, and it's because I had a group of teachers that was like, I see something inside them when I feel like I was just being a goofball. So the first school, Oakwood, that kicked me out, I completely bombed. The second try for the ninth grade, Johnson High School, completely failed. I had to repeat again, but I'm at this third school and these teachers saw, these teachers focused on what was strong with me yes. and not what was wrong with me. Oh. That's what changed my life. Oh my gosh. They focused on what was strong and not what was wrong. So to answer your question in five seconds, I would say that teachers need to know that every student has that potential if they're willing to go to that next level and pull it out of me. Oh my gosh. Yep. Oh my. Amen. Well, and here's the thing. The next level teaching, it changes kids' lives and the teachers' lives. And I think, you know, it's truly the goal of every teacher who goes into their profession, which is really a calling, right? Next level teaching being the best they can be. Nobody goes into teaching just thinking, oh, yeah, I think I'll try this, right? It's really a calling. So here's a big question, Jeremy. How can teachers avoid being overwhelmed by everything else going on? to stay on that path in their heart to be a next-level teacher. Do you have any advice, especially during this crazy, surreal pandemic time? Take care of yourself. Yes. Teachers, it's a proven fact that teachers are some of the most selfless people in the world. Paula, when everybody was saying essential workers, essential workers, I'm like, yes, but it's not just the doctors and the nurses and the paramedics and the firemen. It's the educators who take on these precious children that will become the future doctors and engineers and firemen and police officers. Take care of yourself, your mental health, whether you got to have you a glass of wine to unwind or take out yoga <laughs> or join a boxing club, you know what I'm saying? Or join right. a Bible study group, like whatever you got to do, take care of you. Because I've come across so many amazing educators who fully give themselves to the schools and these kids, carry that burden home with them, but they struggle taking care of themselves because they have a heart to serve, right? But I think in yes. order for you to go to that next level, you have to take care of yourself. That's why, Paula, every time you jump on the airplane, of course, before the pandemic, they told you if something were wrong to put your oxygen mask on then help the person next to you right oh my gosh yeah i mean i say that week after week after week i and i love yeah. how you gave specific examples because i think each each educator each person needs to find what their thing is that helps them take care of themselves. Um, and I think before mm-hmm. diving into this this just surreal new school year, I think tonight, teachers, while you're listening, just, you know, close your eyes and take stock. What What is my thing that's going to help me stay healthy and, and, and relaxed and 
able to continue to rise to that next level no matter can what happens. One thing? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Can I share with you one tip? So, yes. so I have a so I have a coach that kind of helps me through my, you know, my mental health. I have a counselor I meet with on a regular basis. And my coach told me, he said, Jeremy, I'm concerned. You're doing so many virtual presentations. You're doing so much Zoom. You're pouring into so many people. How's your heart? And I said, I'm doing pretty good. He said, Jeremy, write down the top five things that you enjoy to do that gives you joy and peace that does not tie to anyone else. And I wrote down those five things that he said, Jeremy, I'm going to challenge you to do two of these at least once a week. Oh, I like and that. I said, wow. So write yeah, down so five your five things, things, teachers. That's perfect. Yeah, that gives you joy and peace and happiness that doesn't call for someone else. So it can't be right. something you like to do with your spouse when it's just you. Yeah, and I love that was that. a big start for me. That, what a great, that's, that's a perfect nugget. I like to, I like to share nuggets that, that people can really yeah. grab onto. That's perfect. Well, now another thing that really stuck out to me in your Next Level Teaching book was the chapter titled Speak Life. And you shared, I'm going to yeah. quote here, regardless of how I acted, and you shared a little bit about this, but I want to pick your brain even more. My Next Level teacher spoke life into me on a consistent basis. To hear my teacher's expectations for me pushed me to turn their own words into reality. That is an amazing statement and thought. And I think sometimes we all think that we have to be perfect. We want to make lessons and and teach in a way that's perfect and amazing for kids every second. But that one statement that from your book that I just shared sums up how we each, whatever subject we teach, whatever methods we use, whatever challenges there are in education, Education in any given moment, we each have the ability inside to change kids' lives by speaking life to them. Jeremy, what does speaking life to a student mean to you? Yeah, well, you know, I read the quote, you know, years ago that said that life and death is in the power of the tongue. So we have the words that can speak things that's positive and make people feel happy and united and, and uplifting and encouraging. But we also have the power to speak negative words that can make people feel bad and negative and divided. And so I had a teacher in eighth grade that told my mom I was a high school material. And I really feel like that's what had a big damper in my heart and mentally, which is why I struggle so much when I transitioned to high school. But when I had a group of teachers who continuously spoke life to me, right, spoke things that were positive. So even when I was having a rough day, even when I was being disrespectful or I was a class clown or I was giving them a hard time, as opposed to saying, Jeremy, you're getting on my nerves, they would say, Jeremy, you're such a force. And Jeremy, you're so influential. And Jeremy, if you can use this energy, this could change people's lives. You see the difference there? It was like, Jeremy, wow, you you have a lot of influence as opposed to saying you're setting a wrong example, even though that might have been the truth. Jeremy, use your influence in a positive way. (laughs) They just kept flipping it on me. And I was just like, yes, I'm not the evil villain here. Like, I can be the hero. And before I knew it, Paula, I was in class saying, hey, Y'all need to shut up. Y'all being disrespectful. And my teachers, <laughs> my friends were like, did Jeremy say that? And I'm thinking like, did I just say that? But I found myself advocating for these teachers because they became my friends. Yes. Beyond the authoritative figure, I would say, hey, when you all are acting up, you're hurting my friends. My friend just got my back. And yes. so I took a very personal approach and I found myself being an ally for them in the classroom because oh, okay. they spoke life to me. 
I mean, you're speaking my language here. I mean, it totally, that's that's the way that I approach when I share the Right Road program and it works. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. my gosh. Oh my gosh. Now you have so many wonderful <laughs> next level resources for teachers, parents, and students. And on the cover of your next level teaching book, it says, and I'm going to quote again, a book that will speak to the heart and soul of every teacher in every school. I'd love for everyone to hear directly from the author's mouth. What are the wonderful ways the book itself will do that. That's another big question, but so, I'd love to hear from you. Yeah, sure. So I, I believe that the book will, for one, it's going to remind you why you do what you do, right? So it's going to yeah. speak to the heart of you. It's going to remind you because sometimes after the year five, year two, and year 15, it's almost like you get into a rhythm, but it's going to remind you why you do what you do. It's going to show you the possibilities that can open up mental portals inside the hearts and minds of your students, and it's going to show you through your words and through your engagement how you can break through to some of those most challenging students. Because this is when I train, I will say 60% of my engagement is when I'm speaking for students, like assemblies and stuff like that. The other 40, 50% is when I'm doing convocations, professional development, educational teacher conferences. And I'm always telling these teachers, if you have a student that can drive you crazy and run your classroom, then that student has the potential to run IBM. Right. That student has the potential to run Apple. You've got to right. just guide them in that right direction. And so in, this, in the book, it shows you how to connect with their hearts, how to build relationships with them. If they have a wall up or if they don't have a wall up, like regardless of what's going on, it shows you how to connect with them so that student achievement can rise. Oh, my gosh. And, and I have, you should see, I have so many more questions for you, Jeremy, so hold on, okay? okay? Let's go. Because, because what you just shared is a perfect note to lead into this second giveaway. It's in your honor, Jeremy. Um, of okay. course, it's open to all of you amazing educators in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. I have five copies of Jeremy Anderson's terrific Next Level Teaching book. It's awesome. I love that it really comes from the perspective of Jeremy having been one of those challenging students himself. He uplifts from that point of view, and it's very special and enlightening in a way that I feel is uniquely helpful for educators. So I've got five copies of his book, and as a way to support the tons of requests I've been receiving from teachers for digital support resources heading into this school year, I also have 10 $10 Teachers Pay Teachers gift cards. So there will be 15 teacher recipients from this giveaway, and each will receive one of Jeremy's Next Level Teaching books or a TPT gift card. So to enter, just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Um, It's going to actually post at 5.30, which is 8.30 Eastern. So right at, you know, in about two minutes, just refresh your page, and it's going to pop right up there for you. Um, It'll be open until, let's see, 7 o'clock this evening, 10 Eastern, and we'll announce the 15 recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday afternoon. Huge thanks to Jeremy and his publisher for donating the books and great big added thanks to Mo Anderson on behalf of Keller Williams and her beautiful A Joy-Filled Life book for also helping to make this special giveaway possible. So now, Jeremy, I know you also have a Next Level Students curriculum. Uh, What's the core message of it and what ages is it for? So when we launched a few years ago our first curriculum, it was primarily one specific book for middle and high school students. And I had a few superintendents say, okay, Jeremy, we need this. This is amazing content, but we need one for every single year. 
So I yes. put together our team, and now we have our K-12 character curriculum. So it's aligned where we believe heavy in social-emotional learning. Where, where we, we do a lot of PBIS work with schools, and all of the lessons align with one of CASEL's five core competencies of social-emotional learning. So it's a game-changer. Math, science, English, history, all of that is great, but this book here is going to speak to the hearts of the students because I found, Paula, that students have almost like four different personalities. Like, they're one way at home with their parents. Yes. They're another way when they're out with their friends, you know. They're another way when, you know, when they're at school, but then when they look in the mirror, when there are no friends, there's no mom, there's no dad around, there's no teacher, and it's just them. There's another, there's like another person there. So this curriculum is broken into four modules that can speak to the heart of those students to help them take them to the next level. So we've got the physical book and the digital copies, and it's been a game changer for schools across America. So, so can teachers, do teachers purchase the book or download the, the digital download and then do they teach it? Do you offer support? Do you go into the schools as an introduction to it? How does it work? So you have some schools that's like, Jeremy, I want the whole rollout, Paula. And they're getting like next level student t-shirts, next level parent t-shirts, <laughs> next level teacher t-shirts, right? We've done some, we've done a few school takeovers. They got my posters in the hallway and the curriculum. And then I'll come in, I'll give a motivational talk to the students that have some pumped up. And now they want to read the curriculum books every day. Then I'll do professional development with the staff to show them how to implement it. But then there are some schools, Paula, that's not ready or might not have the time or the resources for the whole rollout. And they'll right. just say, hey, I need the version. But we have a teacher's portal online. And then we have a team of individuals that will work with the school. But we did it. We've done all the work. So, you know, some curriculums, the, the teachers got to do lesson plans. We literally did everything. It's plug and play, you know, oh, by teachers for teachers. And so it's super user-friendly. A parent-teacher could teach it. Absolutely. Well, and so if you are looking for that, teachers, just go to jeremyanderson.com. And I'll share that again near the end of the show. But since we're talking yeah, about this. .org. Sorry. .org. I'm yep. sorry. Jeremyanderson.org. Yep. Thank you for correcting me. Because Bright Road Kids is .org, too. And it makes a big difference. So jeremyanderson.org. <laughs> well, now, here's another question based on very significant things that I've heard you share. I've, I've seen many of your videos and... How can we, this is big too, oh my gosh, how can we best teach kids, and I heard you mention it at the beginning of the show too, to be intentional in their lives, which really means making thoughtful choices in life that lead to living a life that's really meaningful and fulfilling. How can we best teach kids that, to be intentional? Well, yeah, you know, I found the best practice, you know, is to give the kids options, right? So I am, I'm, very, I'm a very visual person. And so I think if kids can see, hey, if I don't change, if I remain average, if I don't do A, B, or C, then this can be where I'm at. But, but if I pursue this and if I see this as tangible, if, if, I, if I go above and beyond, if I do the work, if I do the video games later, if I'm, if I'm anti-bullying, like if I'm showing more support or being respectful, controlling myself, like this is what I can get in the end. I think that's what's important. And so I think oftentimes we tell kids not to do a certain thing, but we don't necessarily tell them why. And so right. we give them options, which is something the curriculum does. It shows them you've got this path or this path. Well, when they see that this path it's possible for them. Right. That's a game changer, Paula. You know what you know what I struggle with is I didn't think it was possible for me. 
I don't know why, Paula, but I literally thought that the kids who made A's and B's were the kids that grew up with their biological mom and dad. I don't know where I got it from, Paula, but in my brain, that's how I viewed educational success. And so when I actually like made a 76 on my own, I was like, Mr. Brian, I made a 76. I just thought I won a Super Bowl. He was like, Jeremy, you can do even better. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. But I didn't even cheat. <laughs> like, I, like I earned this 76 with my brain. And he's like, Jeremy, I'm proud of you, but you can do better. And Paul, I started making B's. I started making A's. And I realized I could be a scholar. And I took that same mindset to college and grad and then to grad school. But I had to believe it was even possible for me. Oh, I, I, we are, I, this is unbelievable. It's so similar to how the approach that I take, and it works. Oh, my wow. gosh. When you can yes. help kids see that that yes. that future is right there for them, they just have to yes. work at it and find the, the right road to, to yes. reaching it for themselves. And teachers are such a, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so can now related. Share, can I get 30 seconds? Yeah, can I just get absolutely. 30 seconds to share something else? Yes, yes, yes. So, so imagine, right? So imagine when I go to a school, say I'm in a school and there's 1,200 kids in the auditorium and, and I'm sharing all the struggles, all the things I've gone through. And then I show them, you know, I, I show pictures on a slide with me, you know, in Australia speaking. And I say, this is my third trip to Australia. And I say, see my family, see what I was able to do for my mom who had a, um, who had a stroke and she doesn't work. See this, see that. The kids are like, wait a second, but you just told me you had ADHD and your biological father's in your life and you failed in school. And I'm like, yeah, but I valued education and I honored my teachers and I controlled my behavior and I got counseling. Well, they look at me and say, Jimmy, but you're successful. I see your arms, you're pretty fit. And I'm like, yeah, but I need a counselor. So now when they see me, they're like, whoa, you relate to me, yes. but you've accomplished great things. And that's why I can say, and you can too. So yeah, you're on point. With your theory, you got to show them it's possible for them. Absolutely. Yes, yes. And, and like you said earlier, every child, every child, it's in there somewhere. No matter what, what yes. their past is, what that pain is, it's there. And I think the, one of the greatest things that we as educators and parents can bring out is to help kids see that. Help them vision it, envision it for their lives. Oh, this is so amazing. Well, now here's, an, I, I'm going so fast because I have so many things I want to ask you. Here's another key topic. I, I found this perfect definition of culture in the sense of culture within a company or group. And, and the definition is the culture in an organization or within a group really defines the proper way to behave within that setting. It consists of the shared beliefs and values established by leaders and then communicated and reinforced through various methods, ultimately shaping perceptions, behavior, and understanding. Bingo. Oh, my gosh. You share, and I'm going to quote again, culture within the classroom is just as important as seeing the right culture within a corporate organization or sports team. And in the case of a classroom, the teacher is really the leader. It's such a unique time in education right now with so much of the learning, you know, needing to take place online and yet establishing a quote classroom culture is just as important as ever. And here's the question. Do you have any advice for how teachers can best define and communicate the culture they want to establish in their classroom. 
under all the circumstances with everything involved right now, the masks, the social distancing, remote online learning, and all the other things that are just challenges added on top of everything else that's usual. You know, what? what's your advice for mm-hmm. establishing that culture right from the get-go, even if they have to be teaching online? Yeah, that's a great question. So my, so my advice would be what, whatever the culture is going to be, because there are some schools that's going to be open, and, but a lot of them are going to be online. Right. So you would have to ask yourself, what's a perfect scenario? Is it to make sure all the kids have good lighting? Is it to make sure that you can see them clearly? Is it to make sure that they don't have hoods on their heads? Is it to make sure that they're on time? Is it to, like, whatever it is, make sure that you represent that and make sure that you let them know these are my expectations for you. And when you don't see it, you have a separate conversation or Zoom with that student, with that child, and let them know these are my expectations of you. You are a leader. I do value you. You are a pillar within our community. Like, I want to see this. I expect to see this. I know that you can accomplish this. I think that is key. But whatever it is, you have to set that tone. We just interviewed a teacher for our podcast, and she told me some extraordinary. She said that when she brought a new student to the classroom, she let them know, hey, you're not welcome in my, or not, you're not welcome. She said, you can't bring that face in my class. Like, we need to see your real face. Where's that other face? Yes. Let me see that smile. Like, she was just like, that's the smile I want to see. The kid was showing, like, all oh, their teeth. And she was like, oh. I'm going in the class now. Right? Because there's a culture of laughter and joy. And if you're not okay, then let me know. And we can right. do whatever we got to do. So I just think whatever the culture is, set, set that tone and then implement it and stick with it. That's yes, key. from day one. Kids, if you're not consistent, oh, yeah, if you're not consistent, they'll eat you alive. Yes. <laughs> For sure. Oh, perfect. I mean, I, I love all your answers. I'm, I'm, this is awesome. Well, and something that yeah. really caught my eye on your website, Jeremy, which is so perfect always, and, and oh, my goodness, especially right now, is the importance of, and this is a big, another big topic, the importance of uplifting diversity. Um in your opinion, Jeremy, and I'm asking this with all the love and respect in my heart because I feel hearing your perspective as an extraordinary black man in the field of education will be so meaningful for parents and educators. Here's the question, and it's, it's a jumbo one. How can and should teachers and parents best approach teaching about Black Lives Matter and the whole topic of racism as part of history and, and present day so that this generation of youth can really be a part of a real solution and making things better. Yeah, you know, that is a very powerful question. I feel like right? every conference, every Zoom I've been on, you know, that's been it. And, and, and here's my answer. And there are those that will say, yes, absolutely. But then there are those that might not feel comfortable with it because here's the reality, Paula. If, if I do something bad or my family does something bad, but we move past it, I, I, I would not want to acknowledge it. You know, it's like I want to move on. And so I right. think that our country, I think our country needs to breathe, right? And so I yes. think about a scab. If I fall and I, I scrape my knee and there's a scab on my knee, if I keep a band-aid on it, it's going to be soggy. It is when I take that bandage off and that wound is able to breathe. The same breath that George Floyd asked for when he said, I can't breathe. Our country needs to breathe. We got to take this bandage off and we've got to have this hard conversation. Like you say, with all the love in your heart and say, okay, what is going on on that side? Like what adjustments can we make so that we can understand? And I think if we can listen to understand 
and, and not listen to make the point. So the conversations right. that I've had with a lot of my friends, Paula, they're like, how can I help what's going on? And it's been so refreshing because there is no rebuttal. They're like, hey, I can't tell you to think or act a certain way. And so when I'm sharing with some of my friends what I've accomplished, they're like, Jeremy, you, but you travel like this and you've done this and you've done that. I say, yeah, but I'm still a black man in America, right? And so I might not get the same privileges as others. And so I just think it's important for us to have these conversations and, and know that when we do that, because as uncomfortable as it can be for those who are not black, think about how much more uncomfortable it is for us who are living it. Like I had someone recently, Paula, say, okay, I mean, they arrested the people, you know, can we just move on? Like, this is, this is uncomfortable or I'm, I'm tired. And I said, okay, well, you're tired of it. Well, you know, we're, we're living it here, you know? Right. So I just think we should just have more of the conversation, I think, in schools as well. Because I've been in some schools where you've got some students who might have some of the same views that maybe their parents or grandparents had. And right. this is starting to come up more inside the schools, and they might not understand the depths of the pain that certain people within the black community have experienced. And so I think as a, as a community, when we come together and say, hey, this will be a culture of communication and a culture of reconciliation, I believe that's when we can get some really powerful breakthroughs. Oh, and I I love it goes back to the whole idea of making sure that that culture is established from the get go. This is how we treat each other. You know, if there's a conflict, let's communicate in love. Um, I brushing it under, I, you know, I'm concerned that that teachers and parents are just going to brush it under the rug because it is a difficult conversation. But the way that we can teach our children is to have that conversation and to share examples from our own lives. You know, my my husband is Puerto Rican. His skin is, he came home uh, from being outside all day yesterday and his skin is dark as dark can be. My my son is therefore part Puerto Rican. Uh, you know, so my son is biracial and it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I don't even think about it. It's the craziest thing. I, I you know, here's yeah. how I, I, sh- I don't even know if I should say this, but I, I, I'm going to. The way that I, I feel like every person in the world is unique and special. What the color of our skin, it's like, okay, so if you go out, like I'm white as white can be. If I go out and I get a sunburn or if I get a tan and my skin color changes five shades of color, I'm the same person. My skin color is different. Right. I don't understand right. how anybody in the world can, put, can make somebody else feel less than for what color their skin is, what color their hair is, what color their eyes are, what in the world is going on. Let's come together in love. Let's make this better. Yeah. Let's not brush it under the rug, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and let's have, and let's really lean in. I think yes. this is really a season where our country and the world is, is crying for us to really lean in and let's have these conversations so we can understand uh, the golden rule. I know that's what you live by, Paula, right? You do yes. to other people, you treat other people how you want to be treated. And so sometimes you have to kind of understand what's going on. All right, give me 30 seconds, right? I took my grandmother to a restaurant. The food was horrible. Do you know, Paula, that the manager came out 
and took my grandmother's plate, brought her a salad, and came back and said, you know what, I'm the owner of the establishment, and I want you to know something. I am deeply apologized. She said, I ate the food off of your grandmother's plate. I'm thinking, like, whoa, that's disgusting. Like, why would you do that? She said, because I wanted to taste what you tasted. Uh. I wanted to feel what you felt. And now I understand that the salmon was not fresh. It was freezer burned. It was not seasoned well. But I, I so I am, I, I am so sorry because I yes. tasted what you tasted and I, and I struggled to chew it. And I was just like, wow. And I just feel like if we can have more conversations, then we can understand how we're feeling. And then I think that would help to shift our perspective. Oh my gosh! I wish we could talk for another three hours here. I just I feel like everything that you're sharing. Back in a few months. Oh my gosh! I would love that so much. Well, in light of the fact that this hour has zoomed by like lightning, is there a final message in about thirty seconds that you'd like to share this evening with all of our wonderful Right Road friends listening? Whatever's on your heart, Jeremy. I want to say thank you. Right. I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for what you all do day in and day out. It is not easy. Most teachers in America are severely overworked and severely underpaid, right? You've got your family, you've got your loved ones, you've got your own challenges, you may be your own insecurities, your own health and financial challenges. Like life can be rough, but you show up every single day and you are strong for these kids and you don't just teach the lesson plan. Many of you go above and beyond for these kids. You're like a mom. You're like a dad. You're like a counselor. Sometimes you're like a sergeant in arms. You know what I'm saying? But you go above (laughs) and beyond for these kids. And I want to say for those kids that go on and graduate and do great things that never say thank you for your selflessness and your sacrifice. I want to say thank you for what you all do day in and day out. You all are the type of people that make our country great. You all are essential, and it's been an honor to serve you. Oh, thank you so much, Jeremy, I, and thank you. I, I just I feel like you're an inspiration. You're you're a very special person, and I'm beyond grateful you. that you took time this evening to share your heart because I think everything that you everything that you said. I just was sitting here like with goosebumps the whole time. I just feel like it's such a blessing for all the educators across the country. So thank you so very much for being here with us this evening on The Right Road, Jeremy. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. You keep your energy. You keep your spirit. You keep that love, <laughs> that joy that's inside you. I feel it on this end, and you keep doing what you do. And however I can serve you and add value to what you're doing in your brand, always count me in. Well, right back at you. And you guys, I want you all to know that you can connect with Jeremy and find his books and all of his other resources at jeremyanderson.org. And his site also has the information if you'd like to connect with him to schedule him to be of support to your school or district, okay? Um, So reach out to him. He's just, oh my gosh, I'm so impressed and so glad that we had this time together this evening. And as I always like to do too, you guys, I want to make sure to thank our amazing On the Right Road sponsors, Right Road Kids, Right Road Productions, Nair, SeatSack, the Lithia and DCH auto dealerships and their support companies, the Just Shop with Jackie Facebook group, Lori Stinas and her Keller Williams real estate team, and of course, Mo Anderson on behalf of Keller Williams and her amazing and joy-filled life book. A big reminder, you guys, to mark your calendars for Sunday, September 13th. That's our next Live on the Right Road show date. And in the meantime, you know we'll always have some Sunday fun day surprise on deck for you each week, whether it be a click and listen or a Facebook Live. We've always got uplifting Right Road programs and surprises in the works for you on Sundays and every day. And you guys, 
guys, I have a wonderful bonus giveaway. This isn't even the, remember I said I had an extra bonus at the end if you listen all the way through? This isn't even that yet. It's just another bonus that I really wanted to add in today by popular request. As one of the resources I've been hearing so many of you need, whether in the classroom or teaching at home, I have five cartons of post-it easel pads to give tonight, and each carton is valued at $90. I just added this opportunity at the last minute, so it's one of my email giveaways. So just email me at heypaula, that's H-E-Y-P-A-U-L-A, at rightroadkids.org. That's R-I-G-H-T-R-O-A-D-K-I-D-S dot O-R-G. Just jot post-it easel pads in the subject line so I can see at a glance that you're entering. And then in the body of the email, include your school, city, and state so I know that you're a teacher. Again, just email me at heypaula at rightroadkids.org. Jot post-it easel pads in the subject line. And in the body of the email, include your school, city, and state so I know you're a teacher. That's it. This opportunity will be open until 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern tonight. I'll draw the five names at random after that, and we'll announce the five recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday afternoon. And like I always like to do, you guys, I have a couple of nuggets from my heart to share with you all that you can take into the school year to come and hold close. Number one, I saw something recently, and I actually created a Right Road a post on our Right Road Kids Facebook page, and it read, try not to think about the what-ifs and instead focus on the beauty of what is. What-ifs can be really dangerous to our psyche if that's what we're focusing on every moment. And the real challenge right now is that there are so many what-ifs having to do with everything in education. Uh, You know, and of course, sometimes it's fun to look at what-if in life. I mean, you know, if you're having a baby, what if it's a boy? What if it's a girl? But when it comes to looking at a challenging situation like this school year to come, what ifs can drown us? And I just wanted to plant that seed as a hugely important thing to be thinking about right now. Try not to get stuck in the funnel cloud, in the tornado of what ifs. Just try as best you can to really focus on and celebrate the beauty of the moments that are life-changing. And my second nugget, I just want to share this as permission. Sometimes we all need to hear something like this actually said out loud. And this nugget number two from tonight is that it's okay to make a change if you need to. I think that so many of you are going to find that this year is going to help you realize even more strength and amazingness and ability inside you than you ever realized you had. But If it is too much, if everything going on and even thinking about the school year is literally making you emotionally and physically ill, it's okay if you need to make a change, if that's what you need to do to take care of yourself right now. And what prompted me to share this uh, are the multitudes of messages I've been seeing on Facebook. I'm so, so, so thankful that the Right Road Kids page and everything Right Road continues to be a respite for you. I'm seeing such positive, hopeful, and grateful messages from all of you out there on our, our Facebook page, via email, everything. And you know what? That's the culture we cultivate at Right Road. It goes back to what Jeremy and I were talking about, how important establishing that positive culture is. But 
on many other pages, in many other sources, I'm seeing teachers falling apart. First of all, teachers are being blasted, which I can't figure out. I think it's because everyone is just so frustrated with life right now that they're just lashing out in ways that they're not even realizing. And teachers are taking the brunt. So I guess this nugget is really twofold. First, Find ways and pages and programs and people that help you focus on the positive and that uplift you. And number two, if you seriously are at a breaking point and need to make a change, even if that's in your job, you're not a failure. And I'm not advocating for teachers to leave education. I'm not at all meaning to be a downer in saying this. I'm just sharing a message of permission that if you need to make some kind of change, it's okay. Making a needed change it can be the thing that it leads a person to where they're supposed to be planted at a given time. And all I know is that God does not want us to be sick with anxiety and overwhelm. So like Jeremy said earlier too, make sure to feel the love and really, really take care of yourself, kind of whatever that takes right now. Um, And as always, I just hope this whole hour has been a wonderfully uplifting and hopeful and supportive and love-filled blessing for you. And as promised, I have one more awesome On the Right Road teacher love-filled giveaway for you this evening. Plus, that extra bonus is still coming. Um, This Facebook giveaway number three for tonight is going to come up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page in just a minute. Remember, you guys, before I post it, to check our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday afternoon for the long list of recipients from all of tonight's pre-show and live broadcast giveaways. And if you're a recipient, make sure to read the whole announcement post so you know how to respond to receive your gift, especially since we're still in home gift delivery mode, you guys, okay? So this Facebook giveaway number three for tonight, of course, it's open to all educators in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. I think you all know about NAIR. It's spelled N-A-E-I-R. They're a nonprofit that receives overages from U.S. companies like BIC, 3M, Scotch, Crayola, Papermate, etc., etc. And then they turn around and offer those products to other nonprofits and to teachers for literally pennies on the dollar. And I'm so excited to share this evening that I've got 16 $25 NAIR gift certificates to give right here and right now tonight. Each $25 gift certificate is typically worth up to $250 and sometimes even more than that of brand new retail value school supplies through the NAIR website. Oh my gosh, these gift certificates are special gifts and there will be a total of 16 recipients for this giveaway. Each will receive a $25 NAIR gift certificate. As a side note, you guys, make sure to sign up on the NAIR website as a teacher if you haven't already done so. Signing up is free for teachers. Look for the purple teacher program registration tab on the left side of their site at nair.org to sign up. That way you'll be in their system if you receive one of these gift certificates tonight or anytime you want to purchase from them for pennies on the dollar. And then to enter for this giveaways, 16 $25 NAIR gift certificates. Just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Just follow those simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post. Remember to type tonight's code word next level two code words, next level, as part of your entry comment, even if you included it in tonight's other giveaways, okay? 
that's going to officially enter you. So this giveaway will be open until just after the end of the show, till 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce the 16 recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday afternoon. Mountains of thanks to Nair for partnering with us to make this awesome giveaway possible. And once again, you guys... Tons of thanks to Jeremy Anderson for being my wonderful guest here on The Right Road this evening. Huge thanks to Marcy for her awesome behind-the-scenes support. Thank you to my wonderful engineer, Andrew, and the whole Voice America team. And thank you all so very much for listening and being a part of The Right Road family. Blessings, love, and light to every single one of you. And surprise, you guys, if you listened all the way here to the end, here's the code phrase for the extra bonus gift opportunity, which is... a. $100 Amazon gift card. If you're listening now, just email me at my good old hey Paula at rightroadkids.org. That's H E Y P A U L A at rightroadkids.org. Put the sentence, I am loved. That's the code sentence for this bonus bonus giveaway. Put I am loved in the subject line and include your school, city, and state in the body of the email, and you'll be entered for a bonus $100 Amazon gift card. (laughs) And in case you missed any part of this evening's show or would like to share it, this episode will, of course, be available to listen to or download for free. As I've been doing, I'll post the link to this show on our Right Road Kids Facebook page within about a half hour after we wrap up here so you can listen again or save it or share it and watch for the click and listen giveaway for this episode coming up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page next weekend. Even if you're listening now, you can still click and listen and enter that giving fun. Remember that the next live on the Right Road show will be here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel on Sunday, September 13th. And in between our live on the Right Road broadcast, you can always connect with us on our Right Road Kids Facebook page and on our website at rightroadkids.org. Hey, you guys, always remember that you are special, appreciated, and loved. Until next time, Sunday, September 13th at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 Eastern here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Be that daily, positive, bold, empowered inspiration for the kids in your life and live your best, most amazing life on the right road. Remember, you guys, you've got this. You're an amazing next-level teacher, and you will help your students fly this school year as always, no matter how the learning takes place. Remember, it's the teacher that makes the school year, not the room where the learning takes place. And especially this year, it's teachers, parents, and all of us working together to uplift, support, and love each other. That's really going to make the learning take place in awesome ways. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I love you all. Thank you for listening to On the Right Road with your host, Paula Phillips. Connect with us anytime at www.rightroadkids.org or at Right Road Kids on Facebook. And we'll catch you again here every first and third Sunday of the month at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Right Road. Right Road.